0: what's up y'all it's be dangerous back again with another edition of dangerous sports talk so it's october the 4th and the internet has completely shut the entire fuck down instagram facebook Whatpa- whatsapp are down i don't even use whatsapp like that but anyway the two main sources of people's posting is officially shut the fuck down and this happened when I was at work, and I'm assuming, like, it's gonna be done by the time I get home, but I'm home now, and the shit isn't still fixed. So, I figured, what could be a better way to pass the time than to finally give y'all another episode of the show? And I will be sharing this on Twitter, so I expect my listeners to run this shit up, run up the listens, run up the fucking retweets, let's get this shit popping. Now, this episode is gonna be about my expectations for the Bulls and Lakers. Let's start with the let's start with the Bulls first. Now, the Bulls had some pretty big fucking pre agency moves. We got DeMar DeRozan, we got small balls. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lonzo Ball. And they are, of course, big additions to a team that was already kind of on the come up. I can't say that they that they struggled, struggled, but Zach Levine was an all-star last year, okay? That was one bright spot in last season. And since they got, they've literally been rebuilding since D-Rose. So you got the new coach, you got some new players, and you got some young players on the team as well that are coming up, like Patrick Williams, and, oh my God, Kobe White. So, it's exciting, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, really exciting because we've been wanting a competitive Bulls team for years, and the D-Rose list teams, they were respectable, you know what I'm saying? They were forces, not like forces, forces like on the level of the twat or the Heat or anything like that, but when you played the Chicago Bulls, when Jimmy Butler was there When Tosh Gibson was there, like, you respected him because the team had heart and they showed fight, regardless of who the fuck they were playing. The Bulls snapped the Heat's winning streak. 27-game winning streak. They didn't test the Lakers' 72, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Lakers' 1972 record of 33 wins in a row. Sorry, that's not going to be touched. Anyway, so I think that with the additions to the team, they're definitely going to bring back that heart that the Bulls lost, and it'll be interesting to see how they're going to mesh, how they'll play together, you know what I'm saying, because tra- uh, not tra- training, camp. training camp started and media day already passed up, so we're getting on the cusp of NBA season, and I'm definitely excited about that, and this is, of course, you guys, if you guys have followed me for a long time, you know. That even more than football season, basketball season is my solace. Like, basketball season has always been my, the place where I've shined the brightest. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Even though people don't think that I do and think that I just say certain things for shock value. But when I say certain things will materialize and they end up materializing, then no one has anything else to say to me other than I do too much. Well, that's what be Dangerous is. I don't cut corners or pussyfoot around for nobody, I'm sorry. So I'm definitely excited about where the Bulls are going. Now, of course, we gotta go to La La Land. We know the Lakers have made hella moves. They got Russell Westbrook. They got Trevor Ariza back. They got the power bottom forward back also known as Dwight Howard. Oh, Lord. They got Carmelo there. Of course, they got Anthony Davis back. And, uh, I'm sorry, my brain is just fried to shit right now. And, of course, we know the almighty one, the almighty one is still there. And people expect the Lakers to win the championship. And, of course, this is going to be like another... I see this team being another 2004 Lakers. And if you don't know about them, they pretty much signed Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and they made it all the way to the finals, but ended up getting wop by fucking Detroit in five games. And Kobe said himself that they should have won that because he didn't, like, he pretty much took the blame for the Lakers losing that series because he didn't get the new guys ready and get them ready. Plus, Detroit pretty much pressured them, like they moved the pressure up, so when you take Sheck out of the paint, that didn't make him a threat, so yeah, they ended up losing that series, and pretty much the factor of this Lakers team is age, because had this been five years ago, oh, everybody would have been hyped the fuck up about, about the Lakers, because Carmelo was there, this and this and that, LeBron is there, he's reunited with his best friend, Russell Westbrook is there, you know what I'm saying, like, people would be more excited because Age wasn't necessarily a factor in that stage in time. But I guess the most like the one move that I was the most well not even shocked about, but the most the move that I was the most glad about was Russell Westbrook. Because I know he's the type of player that I would want on my team. I've been wanting a Kobe caliber player. And Russell Westbrook fits the bill, whether you want to admit it or not. Because Kobe said that he always loved the way that Russell Westbrook played. And Russell Westbrook reminded him of him. <coughs> Excuse me. Because he always played with that tenacity. He always played with that anger, that vigor. Every single game he go out there and play it like it was his last. And then when he fucked up during games, he didn't, he didn't pussyfoot around, nor did he make excuses. He would just come out and say, yo, I played like shit, and we lost the game." You know what I'm saying? And that's the type of player that I was perfectly okay with having on the team. And he takes it seriously. Like his mindset is why I've, I I wouldn't say that I was the biggest Russell Westbrook fan, but I always respected his game. You know what I mean? So to know that he's on the team and knowing how he's going to come and knowing how he's going to go 100 miles an hour every single game if he stays healthy i'm glad with that i'm perfectly glad with that now to work on the fucking defense because that's always been the issue for the lakers defense 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 the other team can't score if you play actual defense with them okay so i'm just i wouldn't say that i'm iffy about it like i'm excited about the lakers i'm excited about the new additions and stuff like that and new and old additions alike I cannot wait to see what's gonna happen because I already know how I'm gonna come this season. If y'all know me during basketball season, y'all know that I ruffle feathers, I piss people off, and people will call me whatever the hell they want to, but they can never say that I'm not real. They can't say that I'm they can't say that I'm a fickle fan. Well, other people can say that, but honestly, like I said, I've been doing this for years, and I very much know how to stand my fucking ground when it comes to this basketball season is all it's pretty much take no prisoners all bets are off whatsoever you know what i mean so for this i am so ready for the nba season to begin i don't even know exactly when the season starts oh shit and the lakers played the nets yesterday during a preseason game and of course they lost by fucking i believe 23 points i believe it was 23 points yeah and people are saying, oh, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't count, but I'm still going to talk about it. I address that as well. But when the season begins, oh, you best believe Be Dangerous will be in the house and it's going the fuck down. I'm going to wrap up things right here. Y'all went up the fucking listens on my last episode of the, of the plane ride from hell. And I thank you guys so very much for that. I love my loyal listeners. Keep running up the listens on this and you guys have a good day.